0: Welcome back to the Drop Culture Podcast. I'm your host, October The Guide. Today, we are talking Willow Smith. Now, if y'all been keeping up with the news, y'all know the Smith family has been in the news a lot recently. I talked about it for a minute last week uh, on the whole Oscar situation. But Willow Smith has also kind of been in some hot water of her own recently. Uh, she released a book back in October that has some like uh, racist and Islamophobic comments. Her recent work with Machine Gun Kelly, a known uh liker of children you know i li- i don't really want to get too heavy into into that specifically but i have a lot of feelings on mgk i did a post about him the other day but definitely the mgk episode is definitely coming up don't, y'all don't your trip bro. i got it but right now we're here to we're here to kind of separate the artists from the music for like a minute and then we're gonna get back into why Why Willow Smith is now my least favorite nepotism baby and why I am team Jaden Smith until I learn something negative about Jaden And then I will be very upset because man, that song he did with Justin Bieber was pretty hard Alright, so the first album, Arthropodithicus, so that is like the first, uh, the first like human-ish life form, that's what that word means I don't know. Though. Sadly, I, I I do not know how to pronounce that. Like, I know how, but like I am simply incapable of doing that with my mouth. So this album comes like five years after I went my hair back and forth, which is insane. See that level of artist growth in such a short amount of time. It's, it's really impressive, but, you know, I guess when you're rich and, like I said, nepotism, baby, you can get literally anything you want. And there's not... Not really too much stopping you from putting out good stuff. So yeah, this comes out five years after that in twenty fifteen. But there is another song that actually came out before that called Three, um, which is a like a little EP and it has scissor on it. It totally honest, did not know that was a thing until just now. So I did not listen to that. But if I do listen to that, I'll add a little section at the very end being like, Wow, that was pretty good, or wow, that sucks. So, yeah, uh, the the techno rock funk vibes are here. It's like techno funk vibes, because there's a few rock-ish elements to the next two, but uh, are coming in very strong. Organization of this in the classification is kind of weird. It's organized in a weird way. I don't like the structure of the album. It's very chunky. um, And it seems like a lot of disconnected thoughts. In, like, 2015, she's 21 now. Uh, Quick maths, minus... I'm not doing math. It's, it's, I'm going to level with y'all. I'm recording this in the morning. I don't usually record in the morning, so I'm not doing math yet. All right. So, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, there's a lot of weird, weird kind of vibes in it. So, like, Natives of the Windy Forest is a very kind of cultural appropriation-y kind of sound to it. And maybe I'm reaching. Y'all, y'all let me know if I'm reaching and I'm way off base. But I was like, that's a little weird hello what's going on what's going on there and it's like it's it's a interesting beat that she could have done more with but uh she did not so that's one of those things it's just like okay you have this really weird interesting beat but you just chose to do nothing nothing with it which is a shame um also Will Smith's pronouns are they them, so I will be, will be do- using those. I was not aware of that until just now. I just looked it up actively because I wasn't sure. So, yeah, but I'm not saying a 14 year old like Will is 14 when they made this, so you know, I'm I'm not expecting like a masterpiece. I'm not expecting something like absolutely insane, but Kodak Black was like 15. When he made uh, Already, like whatever that album's called. That was pretty good. <laughs> I don't know about you all, but I, I enjoyed that significantly more than I enjoyed this. And if y'all come up and be like, it's a different genre. It's a different sound. Shut up, you nerds. Gosh. It's Institution. He made Institution's when he was like the same age. Um, uh, The... The production of drugs, which is spelled lowercase d, capital R, U, G, Z, which is really annoying, is, is very simple, but very effective in setting a scene. Uh, a lot of it, it is like kind of storytelling based where you're getting like a general idea of what they're going for, but it just doesn't work out in the end because like I remember when I was 15, I could not have done this because this has one of Will's most popular songs. Which is crazy to think about because their voice has not changed very much at all, which is which is kind of wild. It's got that? It's got that Cudi hum, bruh, It's off the rip, which is always great. I love I love a Cuddy hum, even if it's not Cuddy. That man, Cuddy does come up in this episode though, so shouts out to key-cuddy. Uh The production of this project is really well done. It's very well done. The lyrics are not anything of substance though, which is kind of tragic because it's like, wow, the production element here is great. But you are literally not saying anything, (laughs) you are literally just kind of like, it it is very much a lot of disconjoined thoughts, which, you know, it's, it's, I, I, given the benefit of the doubt that they are 15 years old. Yeah, leave it still, it's like, I don't know, I feel like Kodak did it. Kodak is the only one that comes to mind off the top of my head. It's like, seems like there could have been something there. Um. But this sound is consistent. the kind of heavy kind of kind of trippy like the acid the acid trip kind of vibe, the psychedelic pop kind of vibe will continue throughout the flow from song to song sometimes stays the same, like on f oh jeez f q c eight and wait a minute, have the same like general like beat pattern and flow, which maybe is intentional. I doubt it. I don't know why you. You would intentionally make a song that sounds like the other song on your album. There's a lot of very complex themes here that I don't think I had the time to really explore and express fully. Like, like there are, like, there's a lot of ideas. (laughs) There's a lot of very strong and interesting ideas here that nothing is done with, which is sad. Because I think if they were explored better, they could have been, you know, it wouldn't have made this a better album because the lyrics still sucked. Then we have first. The first track on this album is Boy and sets the soulful rock tone which I hate. Um whoever whoever put rock and soul together, I hope I hope you stub your toe. I hope you fall off a short pier because this is a terrible sound. I don't like this album at all. I'm going to make that clear. Lyrics are still very basic and it's like I think that's just because it's a little more pop-centric technically. Awkward Life of an Awkward Girl is more of an interlude also that is a terrible name to name anything anyone who self identifies as like oh i'm so awkward i don't like you that's weird that's terrible and the beat for uh, and contentment is so boring and then it's matched with the unimpressive vocal performance bringing the song down a lot like the beat is nothing i i don't know how you i it's it's really, really hard to make bad music, in my opinion. I think you have to actively try to make music bad. Because I'm, I'm pretty easy. I like all kinds of music. I'll listen to anything. But to actively make a bad song takes work. You have to be fully uninspired and just like creatively bankrupt. Because this, this album is, is a travesty, if I do say so myself. An absolute, absolute haberdashery. I don't know what that word means. Um, Yeah, her project, going from the last project to this one, is really jarring. Because, obviously, they're trying out new sounds, they're doing a lot of new things. This is just disjointed. There's like no connectivity. With the last one you could like, okay, I see how you got here. I see why you incorporated this sound and these elements. This one's just kind of like throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks. Which, you know, every artist has that phase for the most part. Like When you're developing your sound, you can't just be good at everything right off the bat. So no one expects you to do that. But this this is, this is bad. Oh no! Mixes a very slow rock beat with Willow's very soulful vocals, and I think if Willow leaned more into their soul sound, that could be interesting. But also, I don't think I want Willow making soul music because the lyrics are still simple and suck. The is very disappointing. Uh, Warm Honey hits more straight funk soul vibes, which is nice. I prefer that. Um. You guys have been listening to the show for a while or like follow us on instagram you guys know i'm really into soul like neo soul and funk and like that whole wave and i've talked to a lot of like soul and funk musicians so it's like you know i'm a little biased so i i feel like i have the right to tell you what good funk music is this is not this is this is dreadful but yeah this i kind of enjoyed warm honey for that reason it, it's just it's like this is what it this album felt like it was supposed to be and it kind of all just got lost in translation um i think i think the more focused songs do a lot better because it's like this was the goal like when it's directly uh, soul rock rock soul it's better because you could tell that like it went to the song with the intention of making a weird soul rock song for whatever reason but yeah Reasons is just Reasons is a country song and I don't like that. I don't like I don't like being surprised with country music. That I don't know, that feels like a crime to me. You can't tell me it's gonna be a certain type of song and then be like Surprise It's, it's, it's whatever this is. It's like no, don't don't do that to me. It sucks. And then alright. Take a quick break. We're gonna we're gonna pause here talk about willow smith's letter to letter to tupac what the hell <laughs> whoa, whoa jada what you got going on uh why that's uh, weird i'm gonna say it that's a weird thing i don't know why that's a thing um if you guys don't know willow smith wrote a letter to tupac shakur many many years after He died because he's Willow is 21, (laughs) and and Tupac died in like 90. Oh no. No. Six. Six. I'm going to say 96. And if I'm wrong, it's 96 or 99. Get the numbers flipped sometimes. Don't be mad at me. Uh, Talking about how sad she is that they are that he's dead, and how they want him to come back. So (laughs) Jada will be happy. That's weird. That's a weird thing. That's strange. Um Yeah, I wanted to talk about that for a minute, but now we could get into uh the best album. My favorite album. Willow. This album's really good, honestly. Like one hundred percent. Not even a joke. This album is great. I love this album. Uh, it's significantly better than Uh the last two. Which you No? Know, might not be very hard considering that second one called first which is annoying why is the second one called first is dreadful and a terrible experience to listen to this uh, bit is for my friend tiana specifically it wasn't very good though no, you liked it it was bad though so. so shouts out shouts out my friend tiana uh and this one really willow really hit their stride with willow That makes sense that's because it's very dream pop it's very psych psychic pop psychic wave you know female energy parts energy is two parts and the vocal range has vastly improved with the long like the longer drawn out lyrics when i say drawn out i don't mean that in like a negative way because i guess that you that sounds negative the overall like change in the vocal structure in the lyric structure is there, it's still weird. It's still like weird and not really not really saying anything a lot of the time, which is fine. Sometimes that happens. But it it is a sound. It is a decisive sound that they have decided and or seem to be confident in because this sound will continue for a minute until we get up to lately I feel everything, which I love. I love that album. That album's amazing. Uh, but yeah, female energy is very, it's very weird. All these songs are kind of weird, but in, like, a good way. Um, the album, like, lyrical capabilities, well, the album shows that Willow has, like, the lyrical capability of, like, a scissor, like, the delivery of a scissor. Did, like, a lot of acid. That's what this album is. If scissor did a lot of acid, and then asked ASAP Rocky after he had just made like, testing to produce it. That's what this album is. I feel like there is a better one. I guess if you ask like Key Cuddy, Key Cuddy like in the wizard group to produce this album. And that, that was this is a collab. <laughs> Everything about this album feels like a step up compared to the last two. The only like the lyrics are more developed. That's one hundred percent developed and there's the ideas are like followed through which is nice (laughs) like an album has like substance overall it's like not great still like the lyrics are still not anything groundbreaking like no kendrick lamar which nobody expects because it's still like a pop album can't think of a pop musician who has really good lyrics oh the (laughs) weekend yeah my boy abel Tesfe has Significantly better lyrics, different genre though, different subgenre. Um, change like it's, it's very surface level though, lack like substance. It's ve- it's very lyrics are bubblegum pop while the sound is psychic pop, which is which is weird. But I, I kind of like it. It's also like whatever whatever label you want to put on it. Uh, but also when you label yourself a star child, hello. I expect you to do some pretty cool stuff and this is i like this one like the second best but the rest of this mid very very mid like it just seems like it lacks the amount of oomph that that they were going for which is disappointing it's very dreamy though i like it uh, an extra mile make every song seem the same like everything seems similar but not in the way that like a cohesive album is and like the sense that it's like oh all these songs just sound the same beat and lyrics aren't the main fo like the lyrics are not the main focus that's for sure the beat is the highlight even then it's just sometimes just kind of middling it's, this feels like this feels like if you put this on as like instead of low hit Lo fi hip hop beats would be just as effective. Maybe like a little weirder, you know, if you wanna like whatever you use like I wouldn't study to this. I wouldn't that would give me a migraine. Now once again, do another do another little sidestep. We're gonna talk about uh No. Where where is it? Hold on. We have to talk about another Willow album that I forgot. It's an EP actually called Adore or Rise with uh, Javive Harrison very good this is another kind of like psychic kind of trippy album Um, and it's it's very different it's its own thing it's very similar to Willow in the sound I think when Willow has somebody else there they're forced to do better. So with Lately I Feel Everything, Travis Barker's there. And I feel like you just was like, okay, I actually have to, have to put in some effort here. Which is good, which is nice, which I enjoy. Um, I didn't like write a full review for Rise, because I forgot about it, if I'm being honest. But if you're going to listen to it, I would listen to Born to Give and Adore, because I liked those songs. And going back quickly on all the other projects, if you're going to listen to anything, listen to Wait a Minute. If you haven't listened to wait a minute in 2022 you yet that's an amazing song for a 15 year old i and if you have to listen to first go listen to warm honey human leech human leech is funny and then time machine off willow is so willow is so good that's such an amazing album it's weird and like actually probably not great you know okay yeah but next we have the anxiety with uh, their group, The Anxiety, which also has Tyler Cole. I've listened to Tyler Cole's music. It makes sense why he works with Willow, because it's weird. Um, this is taking that, like, step into the punk genre, or like the pop-punk genre. A little weird, but still having the the psych- psychic pop vibes, which is nice. Because I think it's a very harsh shift if you don't listen to this. If you're listening to just the Justice Solo projects, it's very weird. So obviously everyone knows meet me at our spot which the, the recorded version the the one released on the album is like entirely different from the live version which people know the melody's different the pacing is different the beats the same a little it's like tweaked a little bit i don't know i think that's just kind of interesting how like different it is performed live I like this one. I think this one's really good. I don't count this as, like, a Willow win, because Tyler Cole's there. And Tyler Cole is more of a producer. I'm listening to some of his, like, more production stuff, which is nice. Um, very, very effective at making the beats most of the time. Actually, he produces a lot of Willow's music, and it shows It shows that they are, like, friends or, like, dating. or I, I, I don't know. I don't care, personally. Um, I don't care who Willow Smith dates. Fun fact. Right. Now, one we're all here to see. Lately, I feel everything so much better in every single respect. It's focused, the lyrics are improved, the beats are improved, because Travis Barker's there. And I, I feel like I've gassed up Travis Barker a lot on this show, because he's good. And he's married to my favorite Kardashian. Courtney. Courtney's my favorite Kardashian. Nobody asked, but now you guys know that I have a favorite Kardashian um yeah it's like everything is better there's like the little bit of ambient humming a little a little bit of really hard drums i'm not normally like a fan of travis barker personally i wasn't for a while I, i've come around though and i think it's like it's a, it's a bit of a cop out to have travis barker on your album though As much as i like him and i think he's really good at what he does it is just kind of like a travis barker's here it's just like okay you couldn't have gotten like a different guy it's like one guy in the music world who plays the drums and everyone gets him for everything i mean honestly get your bag but i don't know the features are are interesting because there's not very many so there's alia tesler name i don't know how to say tiara Wack, who i love i don't know how to say her name i be saying it wrong if am let me know but Uh, I listened. To, I listened to one of her projects literally the other day. for For a thing that I'm working on, and then we have Avril Lavigne, the skater, the skater girl, skater boy song guy. Okay, I feel like I'm showing sure my edge. That's what I know Avril Lavigne from. I don't know if that's like her biggest cultural impact, but that's what I personally know her from. Uh, this is just great step up in all areas. Um, and then there's transparency, which is like the biggest hit off the album. And Gaslight is my personal favorite song. I enjoyed Gaslight. But wait, so at the start of the episode, we have to talk about that man, Kid Cudi. You know why we gotta talk about that man, Kid Cudi? Because he did a remix of Transparent Soul. Transparent Soul? Transparent Soul. I not read. Transparent Soul. Oh, I thought it said transparency. Transparent Soul. I thought that's what they were. Huh. Don't I look a bit foolish now? <laughs> this is how you guys know I'm like actively reading things. I have the Spotify pulled up when I do these, just so I can make sure I say everything right. So, uh, it's a good remix. It's actually not a good remix, which sucks. <laughs> it's actually uh, it doesn't make the song worse. It's just like not a necessary addition, you know. Which it's fine. Yeah, like you know, can't can't hit every time. It's pretty solid though. If you like you like Key Cuddy, if you like, like that make Key Cudi. You know, go listen to it. Because Willow was also on his album, uh, Passion, Pain, and Demon Slain, which is great. Love that album. That Kid Cudi episode coming soon, dog. He said he's dropping two albums this year, though. I kind of want to do them all at once. Man, I mean Kid Cudi. Y'all hear that like the Hedgehog song? All the stars in the sky? Bro, that's a banger. That's a banger, bro. Y'all can't tell me y'all ain't messing with that. That's a banger. Right, now we got to talk about Emo Girl. Not only is the song bad... Lyrically, it's bad. It's lyrically bankrupt. It's a boring idea. Um... Sheen Kelly likes kids. That's... That's my main concern. Willow also maybe works with Camila Cabello? I think, yeah. Works with Camila Cabello, who I guess is a bad person what I understand, I'm not gonna speak on that one though. I literally don't know anything about Camilla Cabello um, at all. If you guys are Camilla Cabello heads, uh, you're losers for one, if it's the pop musician you chose as a salinator, um, I think you're nerds. But yeah, why Machine Gun Kelly? This, this is a direct diss to my other friend, Cass. Um, Machine Gun Kelly sucks doesn't make good music, makes subpar pump, pop punk music and was a bad rapper this is ridiculous, how have we let this go on for so long I think that's it actually I think that's an, all I have to say about Machine Gun Kelly and Willow Smith um, Jaden Smith episode I want to do one on Jaden and Will I'm not going to do them after this because that requires me to do a little more <laughs> a little more research than I would like I have to, Will Smith has a lot of stuff Done all, I could have done all the Smiths in one episode. That'd be like an hour long, and nobody wants to listen to that. But this has been the Drop Culture Podcast, and I am your host, October the God. You could follow us on Instagram at the Drop Culture Podcast. We have TikTok content coming soon, maybe. Uh, I'm going to do like a record tour. I'm going to show you, give you guys a tour of like my records. I'm just waiting for my newest one to come in. It gets here in like May, though. Once it gets here, you guys can get, <laughs> you guys can get the record tour. But, um, yeah, this has been the Drop Culture Podcast. I'm your host, October the Guide. We have new episodes every Thursday, uh, which should be, like, right now if you're listening to it the day of. So good job. Good job for you. Um, yeah, and remember, do it for the culture.